Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Syndicate Podcast. I'm Alexander. I'm back. Today, we're gonna we're gonna talk about our top ten favorite video games of all time, so far, at least. So, Zach, who do you think should uh, go first for number ten? I think you should. Okay. Uh, for me, number ten is Spider Man PS Spider Man for the PS4. I've put it about what like. 50, 60 hours into the game, and it would it would be higher on the list. But after playing it for that long, the combat and swing and the swing gets very tight, very boring, very fast. It does get kind of boring. I do get what you're saying, but mm-hmm. but you know, every once in a while, I just like to go back to the game and just swing around. Very relaxing. It is. Any time that I'm um, any time that I'm just doing just voice chatting with you or someone else. I put in Spider Man just to, just to give my just to give me something to do with the controller, you know. Yeah. Um, now, oh, also note to all the listeners, our lists are incomplete. It could definitely change as new games come out. Right, and and, and also the, and also the, this is our opinions. There is no definitive list of best games. Yeah, and also we have lots. Well, I have lots of games that I have yet to complete yet from. From the OG Xbox generation all the way to now, and more that I want to play. Yeah. Getting that out of the side, you got anything left for your top ten? Uh, uh your ten? Uh, no. You no. You can go ahead. Okay. Mine is OG Battlefront Two. Now to validate this, I do like the new Battlefront Two now, but I cannot wholeheartedly, in good conscience, put that on the list where it came out. That's such a crap shit. Such a crap shoot. As it is. Mm-hmm. I was there. And I was almost ready to throw a table through a wall. And I heard about that. But the OG Battlefront 2, it's more like nostalgia for me, but it's got a good campaign. I thought the campaign's good. It's got decent gameplay. It's mm-hmm. very fun with friends. So, you know, there's that, there's that attitude. I'm a little biased over it, but it's also one of the first massive multiplayer games. Right. Battlefield like and also it had so much content for it too. Yeah. Like, like elected, you know, ship on ship boarding. And Galactic Galactic Conquest. Galactic Conquest, which is what if I'm correct, like um turn based style game. It's it's I believe it's very turn based but also on the ground too. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like a board game, and whenever two players um, meet in the same spot, then a then a then a battle begins. Yeah, and I mean the servers are still full. On. I mean they shut down the servers, but private servers are still going for the game. On yeah, Steam. yeah. The game is fantastic. Um, how else can I validate my reasoning? Right. I like the way they do heroes. I mean, playing the new Battlefront two, fun game, but. The way they did heroes back in the OG is just the perfect way. You randomly dulled them out and had a lot more content, freedom, yeah, or two. So that, that's kind of my opinion on OG Battlefront Two. Why I put in the top ten, and also to validate my list, pretty much every game on this list, I think, in my opinion, is a ten out of ten. Huh? Except one of my honorable mentions, and I'll come back to that later. Right. Um. Nine? Um, w- although one thing, one thing about Battlefront 2 
um, is that um, is that there are certain modes that that are just completely unique to the older Battlefront games. They're not like in other shooters, like the um, the one where you like play as the Ewoks versus Stormtroopers or whatever. And then yeah, and I know it's like custom games where you have like different races facing each other that wouldn't have in the movies. Yeah. And um and the what's it called the hero versus versus hero mode, that's awesome. And the yeah, that is too because it's like massive, just fucking the shit. And it's a little bit balanced too. Yeah. It's surprising how fun that is. Um, and but also one last thing on my part. Mm-hmm. A negative of mine of the game, well, two negatives. Which one kind of funny? But I'll go for the first one. The air, the flying controls are shit. They are. They are horrible. I don't know if it's just me and I just suck at flying. They are horrible. They have not aged well. Everything else has aged pretty well, except the AI stormtroopers. Here I think when you're in the club, when you're in the original trilogy part of the campaign, you know your AI buddies are doing kind of fine. They're holding up their own, and they're really smart. Now they stay really canonical with how the with how the movies are. That once the clone troopers are now stormtroopers, they're shit. <laughs> they're really truthful to the lore. I mean, a surprise again. At least that was my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to quit that game for like months until I had a friend to help me for the literal last mission. I was on Hawk. That's where I stopped. Like halfway through hot, and I was like, "Fuck oh, this." Um. So, so my, so my number nine is also the the OG Battlefront two, and and um, so so, so your points and my points are basically the same, but also, um, so not not only do I have it on um on the Xbox OG, on OG Xbox, because yes, Zach, I finally bought it at our local game store. But um um uh, but I also have it on PC. It was like the first PC game I got. Um that my little um my kind of like PC gaming gaming phase lasted about a year in freshman in my freshman year of high school. I played on a, like a really cheap laptop, but you know, it worked for playing older games. And I um yeah. I I installed some I I installed this one mod that had all the maps from the first Battlefront and a bunch of um, KOTOR maps, and, uh, and characters from KOTOR and the Clone Wars, and the expanded lore, and it was awesome. Oh, dude, Revan. Yes. Boy. Love Revan. I saw Avengers was in it. Um, what's your name? Um, Darth Talon. So they had some of the Star Wars legacy. Um, you know, like way after Return of the, way after Return of the Jedi. Those characters were in there too. Oh yeah, she was in the Rogue One kind of era type. What? I see here. Uh, the Rogue One. This is in the original Legends, mm-hmm. where the Sith, where the Sith rule was starting to become what it was pre-Darth mm-hmm. Bane. Mm-hmm. But then the Rogue One is basically one Sith. There's multiple Sith, but one Sith is that they fear the one Sith, but the only way that works is he's got to be more powerful than all the other Sith, he's got to be immortal. So, I know. Huh. Uh, and this was during Luke, Luke was, uh, like, I think he was mid-40s or 50s at this time. Huh. This is also the time where Avalon first appeared. 
Yeah, I think you told me about uh, Avalot. Um, but but for the view but for the viewers um, who don't know who that is, could you explain who she is? The mother of the Force children. By that I mean the light side sister and the dark side brother. And bitch slaps them both at the same time at one point. And even Luke, not, not the pussified Luke that they made, not, not how they pussified him. Not how they pussified my boy. In the sequel trilogy, this is Legend Luke, who is just a beast. He is. Before he even becomes more powerful during the, like, uh, the, the Kron evasion from an alien species from another dying galaxy. Mm-hmm. So this is not even his most powerful state. Couldn't it beat her? She is literally like terror embodiment of the Force. She's like the closest thing the Force can have to an actual human physique. And if you know in Clone Wars, there's the sword that is able to kill the Force Sight and the Force-powered children. Luke used that against Avalos with the help of, I don't remember the Sith, but it was the ruler of the rule of one. After Avalos just manhandled him and destroyed pretty much his entire rule, all his disciples, all his power. So this guy goes in, gets Orbalisk armor, which is the same armor Darth Bane had, which is lightsaber proof, and gives him insane regeneration and fuel with his dark side power to an extreme extent, if you know how to use it properly, mm-hmm. teamed up with Luke to face Abeloth. And Luke had the forced child sword killer. And even then, he's like, this might not be enough to kill her. They did defeat her with the sword, but like I said, with even with the sword, Luke was like, this might not be enough to kill Abeloth. The one that's really meant to kill the physical embodiments of both sides of the force. Hmm. And the father. Right. Um, so so Zach, what's your number what's your um number nine? My number nine would be Phantom Pain. This is the only metal gear game that I have on this list. It's only the sec I'm not counting ground zeros because that's Phantom Pain. Right. Ground Zeroes does not count. This is the only other Metal Gear game that I've really played except Rising. And I think Phantom Pain is better because it has a lot more options to it. And um, In, also also, right. also, the thing about Rising is, well, um, let, let's just put it this way. I showed, I showed Rising to a friend and he was like, how is this even Metal Gear? It's, it's just... It's just an. It's just basically an anime game. I told them you're not wrong. He's not wrong. It's a kick-ass game. As with a kick-ass soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But Phantom Pain, both games, I have the vibes from that they mainly focus on gameplay. Mm-hmm. The gameplay from Phantom Pain is a lot more diverse and open-ended to it. Mm-hmm. And you can suck a brick. Ridiculous amount of time in Phantom Pain. I mean, 
I 100% of all the side missions, got all the cassette tapes, got all the music, got all the videotapes. I didn't do all the main missions, which were the harder versions. I did everything important to the, to the story, including the important side quests. Hmm. And some of the, in some of the harder missions that they had for our grind. And I put in, at that point, like 130 hours. Damn. Yeah. And for the viewers out there, I can equip infinite suppressor and infinite ammo on for my track gun. Mm-hmm. And have DD and some of lightning storm and have sonar just in case. <laughs> um yeah i i really need to get back into phantom pain um because i'm i'm stuck on a mission where you're where you have to um what's it called you have to fault in a convoy or something and then the and then oh, the skulls and the skulls appear it's tough i think i know what you're talking about yeah uh that's one thing that I kind of got above the game. It was a little annoying at first is that you may come in, it's like, it's meant to be a stealth mission. So you come in with barely anything. You're just meant for stealth. And like this insane boss encounter is going to happen. You're like, what the fuck? Well, here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing though. Um, I almost, I, I mean, I tried to do stealth, but as soon as I get noticed, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go guns a blazing. Cause I, cause I, cause I, cause I, because, um, unlike you, I, I, I actually, um, start missions like fully, fully equipped when I can. So once I get noticed, um, yeah. And, that was me. Yeah. That, that was me before. One, one reason why I like. I really love Phantom Pain is it has, you know, side games within it, which if done well, I adore when games have side games and it's like the base management and research and development and alternate people. I love those aspects of Phantom Pain. Mm-hmm. So I said, got the most infinite ammo, infinite suppressor trank. You have you have somebody you have chest body armor and helmet. No worries, I'll just shoot you twice in the leg. Do go down about two seconds. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you see me, you're still going down. Cause like, cause like, cause the, cause like, and I'll talk about this later. But the thing about Metal Metal Gear, the other Metal Gear games, is that I is that I actually tried to do stealth, but in Phantom Pain, I just don't care. Because if because if you can if it can work when you're going on if you're going guns blazing, then you might as well just do that. But in the old in Phantom Pain, you don't need to be stealthy. I know. That's why I love about it. I to be stealthy for like a little bit, you know, like thin out the crowd and then go blazing. Yeah. Except like for the first five hours of the game, like the first part of the game. You have to be stealthy. You have nothing. Well, it's a lot easier. Okay, that's fair. It's a lot easier to die. I mean, extremely easier. But once you get like past that five hours, it was just easier and easier to Mm -hmm. to have that. 
I'd say once you get to the point where you get easy. Oh, yeah. You have enough research and development to even have, like, lethal suppressor or a good chunk of it. You have good enough aim, and also DD will spot everything for you so you can go around it. What What is a lethal, what is a lethal suppressor? What I mean is enough of a suppressor that way when you get into one gunfight, it's not nearly down. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what I mean. Because at that point, once you have DD unlocked, you're pretty much very good to just go guns a blazing mm-hmm. smartly. Yeah. Once you... Quiet is unlocked after DD, uh, a little bit after. Mm-hmm. I prefer DD. But so that's the, just me. Yeah, I, yeah, I prefer DD also. Because, awesome. because, because, because let's be honest. Using quiet is actually is kind of clunky because you know you have to tell her go here, okay, aim at this particular guy, rinse repeat. Whereas DD, whereas DD, um, if you want if you want to to distract someone or attack them, you all you do is just hold L one, move in, move uh, right stick in the right direction, and he'll do it. It's that simple. I think quiet is like better for like if you're trying to extract resources because then you just let her go to a place for you and ten minutes later she's got like everything marked for you. Huh. DD you got yeah, walk around with them or quiet is more of a time saver. Right. DD is just the goodest killer boy ever. I He's know. the best killer. He is. <laughs> Uh, how, how, by the way, side note, how, how do, so you know how by default DD doesn't have, uh, knives or whatever? Yeah. So where, where do you find one, one of the, one of the knife guys, the guys, who, the guy who can make the knives? Cause I've everything except for that one type of, of type of, uh, soldier. Oh, the knife specialist. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it might just have to be uh, because with DD, um, I think the knife comes in with his, you know, his tactical dressing, which I, if I'm correct, is just R and D level. I don't think there's a specialist needed for that. It just raises your R and D. If I'm correct, uh, I'm pretty sure you're wrong. It just, just let you know, it has been a really long time since I was at that point. That is true. Because it's a very minute de- a detail. Specialist because I had to go for him because he is important. There's also a weapon customization specialist who is also really important. And biohacking specialist who is also mm-hmm. really important. Yep. Uh, should, I, should I do my number eight now? Yeah. Oh, one more thing on why I like Phantom Pain as I do. Kick-ass soundtrack. Yes. Great music. Yeah. Okay, now there you go. Your number eight. Uh, so Zach, um, so, so Zach, if if I recall, uh, back in the day, you played you played Pokemon a little bit. I played Pokemon Diamond. Never finished it. Okay. Well, um, well, mine, well, um, my favorite, my favorite Pokemon game is also my eighth favorite game of all time, probably. 
Um, Pokemon Black 2 and White 2. Because Pokemon games, they're, they're pretty easy. Especially if you choose the, the right starter. But, um, but um, and as a result, as a, as a result, once you beat it, um, if you, if there's if the post game if there's not much to the post game then you then you then you abandon the game. Thankfully, Black and White Two has a massive op amount of optional things to do. You've got let's see, um, you've so you can battle all the gym leaders from the first four generations of games. Actually, no, first five generations of games and champions. Um. A bunch of other stuff that I won't bother going over because honestly, I, I know you just you that you, you that you just don't care. But the uh, my point is, there's a ton of uh, post game stuff. Also, the soundtrack is super nostalgic for me, as is the whole game because I spent like three years playing that game, longer than I've done most save files in in most games except maybe Lego Star Wars. But we'll get to that later. Um. What's your number eight, Zach? I'll get right into that, but just, yeah, I forgot to do this before. Hmm. How how I classify my favorite games is multiple things. I'm a single player kind of guy usually. Right. There's one here that's mainly multiplayer for me. Mm -hmm. Is that story, music, gameplay? how fun it is, which is more like open-ended, like creativity and all that. And how is it balanced, like the funness of it? But no funness is not a word. I don't care. It's a word now. Um, yeah, so so for me, the, the qualifications are basically the same, but you're missing one thing. Replayability. Whether it's multiple playthroughs or what, but yeah that's why spider-man is a, is, a, is a number 10 because the story is great the combat's great the swing gets old but it's not very replayable because of, because the swing gets old and, and you do a lot of swinging so really the only reason why it should be replayable i haven't tested it out yet mm -hmm. is to gain like all the suits and all and level up all the gadgets so that way you redo the side missions but it gets uh However, that, that however, um, if that's the case, then it gets kind of um, grindy. Yeah, it would be. I mean, after the second playthrough, it should be fine. I would do it on a harder difficulty. I went on normal. Mm -hmm. So I would do it on a harder difficulty just to test my skill because you know how good I can get at games at harder difficulties if I really try. Yes, I do. My number eight is going to ruffle a few feathers because I have a lot of PlayStation exclusives on this list. Is God of War 4. Yes. 2018. Yours, my apologies, that one. Yep. I love this story. It's the story, you know, it's, it's empty, but it's told very good. Mm -hmm. It's a tried and true story. I love how Kratos developed, and I never played any of the previous games. I tried God of War 3, like an hour. Camera angles were just pissing me off too much. I just quit. But I know of it. Right. And I love just the story of Kratos' head and boy. Mm -hmm. 
and the gameplay is fantastic. It is. The story and characters, even though the story itself is like, you know, originally lackluster, how they tell it is amazing. Mm -hmm. RPG systems, you know, a little tacked on, but I like it. Yeah. I like the way they did it. And the music, oh, I love the music. It is, uh, the music is awesome. I have, I have Valkyrie, I have the Valkyrie music, God of War, the intro music, like, you know, it's literally called God of War. The main theme. And, yeah, the main theme, and Dragon. I have those three on my workout playlist. Um, there's one you might want to add, uh, Boulder's theme, which is called Deliverance. It's plays during. Oh, that the... What? I want to be good. The boss fights also good, even though the bosses are heavily reused. I still have crashed with every game that I pretty much stake here. Hmm. No game is perfect. Right. What was I? Uh, yeah, no game is perfect, but there's some damn good games that are nearly perfect. Also, it, this game has, you know, decent side quests. It's mainly a grind, but I kind of like a good grind. I mean, I, I mean, I, I complete, I completed all of Brock and Sindri's favors, and it didn't feel like that much time, to, to be honest. So did I, but you know, I did everything like three times over. Right. Did, Normal, hard, all in God of War. Did Did you finish New Game Plus also? Okay. Nice. Here's one thing. I also do love, uh, I'm in kind of a love-hate relationship in this area, the Valkyries. Right. I love them. They add story to the end game, but mm. god damn are they brutal. I mean, I Especially I mean, I I need I needed your help to beat it on the lowest difficulty. <laughs> Um, for the for the quote unquote easiest I one, it was it was Wuthlein, I think. Yeah, it was. Gondel. Yeah. She has a few tricks up her sleeve on harder difficulties slash new game plus. Right. All pretty much all the Valkyries do. Yeah. Yeah, I had to help you on easy mode <laughs> after I was months out of practice. Took me like fifteen to twenty minutes to be like, okay, we'll brass at this point. Okay. <laughs> and you told me to kill her for you. It's like, no, man, you gotta have that sense of pride and accomplishment. I'm not doing this for you. <laughs> I'm just showing you how to do it. Right. Dude, imagine fighting Sigrun on God of War difficulty. I can't. <laughs> Don't be a month just to beat her. If if it took you a month she, to beat her, I wouldn't. I it probably took me years. Yeah, probably take. Yeah, that's fair though. Just her, right? Not the other Valkyries. Just her. Mm-hmm. If I, if also, I also, I like how I like how the Valkyries add some story. Mm-hmm. As the end game, I like that. You know, you know what, you know what, what would be horrible, um, is if they did, is if there was a boss rush in God of War, including the Valkyries. I remember what we talked about. That was easy my first time around. Doing that in God of War difficulty 
It was a little hard. Wait, wait, there is a boss rush? Yeah. Um, it's during, like, the end of the game where you go through, like, all the realms. You have, like, trolls, ogres. Oh, ogres, yeah, yeah. Um, Th that's, not, that, that's not really a boss rush, though. I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking like Baldur, the dragon, um, Thor's sons, whatever. My favorite title is the dragon. Same. Main story. I, I love the dragon. It's a little hard. I got a more difficulty. Some somehow I, somehow it was easier to beat um, before New Game Plus than after New Game Plus. But there's one enemy I've always hated. Normal, hard, God of War difficulty. Wolvers. Which, which one? Are, which ones are those? Wolvers, you know, the, the humanoid wolves. Oh, the, the yeah, oh, the werewolves. They're like giant spikes. Mm -hmm. From themselves, the dragon claws, I should say. Mm -hmm. but yeah, that's my number eight, and that's how I validated it. How's your number seven? What's that? Oh, uh, oh, um, my, oh, my number seven. Yep. Uh, Skyrim, and for a time that was my favorite game of all time. But you know, then I then I got a PS4 and I discovered Metal Gear. So, um, as far as re, as far as re replayability goes, this one would have taken the cake, but a um. A, I don't use mods because I don't have a I don't have a PC, a gaming PC. And and also I kind of got fatigued from playing Skyrim so much in sophomore year. So yeah. I I know what it, it's pretty open ended. I only got through like an hour of it. I got through the first town. Hmm. Then like maybe the second town. That's as far as I got. I just went to different games. I don't like I don't like the game. I just went to different games. But it is very open ended. You know what I did to the first town? I saw a chicken. Oh and you know when you see you know when you see a chicken, what do you do? You try to kill it. You have not played Legend of Zelda, have you? No, I went to the chicken and I killed it and I got ran out of town and then it kept on chasing me and chasing me. Dude, Zelda games, Zelda games are so much worse because if you if you hit a chicken, the, the chickens will kill you. No matter where. I know. I know that. Yeah. Um and, and um and it and in and in two of my three uh, save files, uh, for Skyrim, I never unlocked the shouts because I got lost in a dungeon before you get the show. So I just spent like dozens of hours just exploring the place, getting to like level 20, 30 something. So. Yeah, I, I only I only got to that when I got the PS4 version. Rip. Uh, so what what's your number seven, Zach? Uncharted 4. Okay. My favorite and that's because it concludes Drake's story very well. Great music, great gameplay. They finally took them three games, but they finally fixed stealth. Where you can go in and out of stealth. There's stealth in Uncharted? 
Mm-hmm. Three, you can do like a two or three, like a small handful, and then like everyone knows where you are. Uncharted four, you can wipe combat encounters by being stealthy. They will never know where you are. Wow. I tested it, and four also, you know, has the grappling hook. Yes. I love grappling hook. Has great combat, great story, great characters. The villain's great. I hate his boss fight because I played on a hard difficulty. Mm-hmm. I hate it because it puts up this new game mechanic. Right, last boss fight. Oh, I hated it so much. I was about quitting it, but I beat him. And has a great ending too. Has great music. Has great sound effects. Great combat. Pretty much everything about that game is great in my opinion, except the boss, last boss fight. Oh. With Avery. Mm-hmm. Well, with not Avery. Um, with, with the rich spoiled brat. I wouldn't know because because I've, I've never played it. <laughs> Uncharted is such a great series. I love it. I have the I have I have. I don't care. I mean, I I have the Nathan Drake collection, but the controls are the controls are just weird. In my opinion. Blue point. Blue point. The same people that did Shadow Colossus and are doing Demon Souls. Let's go! They also made the M- they also made the MGS HD collection. Holy shit! They did not have that collection. That's like ten games. Of- yeah. Yeah, cause cause like. Almost it- empty, just four. It's just Metal Gear Solid Four. Cause well, and Metal Gear Solid One. They're missing that too. But um, um, let's see. Um, but. Uh, I think I own pretty much every. I'm not counting Metal Gear Survive. Do, do you have four? I do have four. Okay. I um. I so every game. So so I I used to have PS Plus. Sorry, I used to have PS Now, and I got um I think it was like two fifths or three fifths through MGS Four by streaming it. Um, but honestly, the game is basically just a playable, playable movie. So I just, um, watched the rest of the cutscenes, and I got the, basically the same experience, you know? It was like, at the end, there's like an hour or like two hours worth of cutscenes. And, it, and the, the last scene is actually really good. And here's one thing I need to, I, that they should do in gaming. Pause cutscenes and have save point in cutscenes. Yes. Because so many times I just like, eh, yeah, I watch this cutscene. Very nice. Zach, what? I need your help. I mean, a cutscene can't be paused. It's not a movie. Uh, Zach, you realize that there's rest mode on the PS4? You can't stop the cutscene. Well, yes, you can. On the PS3, on the PS3 you could Okay, that's fair. That's fair. On the PS4, you can. I'm just pressing the PS button. Ninety-five percent of the time, that I don't know. Maybe like one or two instances, isolated incidents, incidents mm-hmm. where it happened to me. But on the PS4, most of the time, you can pause it by the PS button. Right. 
history you put it, and that pissed me off so much. So what is your number six? Uh, Her- Horizon Zero Dawn. Which yes, I which yes, I I am hyped for Horizon for Forbidden West. If you want proof, watch our last episode. Which uh, yeah, we freak out over that reveal trailer for the PS Five. Dude, I have never been so happy to, to see a turtle in real life. Never been as happy as I was at that moment. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, um, so what, so when I first got Horizon, um, for the first month, for the first few months, I was, I was doing pretty good with progress, but I didn't get too far because I didn't have the sniper bow. Um, but yeah, once I got that, I beat the game fairly quickly. So, yeah. I, do you have the DLC? Because I do. No, I don't. DLC's good, except you come across the Fire Bear and the Ice Bear. I hate those two. Hmm. Especially the Fire Bear. You you know you know how good I am at Rise of Zero Dawn. Yeah. It's like how much I did. Hmm. If, if and I have maxed out everything, every skill in that game. I have the max potential. I have all of the best weapons. Armors and pretty much all the mods. Hmm. If I go against a fire bear called the fire claw, I call him the fire bear, like I call the Thunderjaw, Robo T Rex. Mm-hmm. Because lulls. Yep. If I go in with full inventory, planning everything out, once I kill the fire bear, pretty much all my inventory is just destroyed at that point. It's just used up. Wow. With max resources, with everything. I mean, what diff- what 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 difficulty are you pl- are you playing on? Normal. Jesus. I I don't I don't fight the bears. Okay. Because they're just so insanely difficult. But continue on. Um. Bears. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So I mean. The only other thing I really have left to say is that, um, is that, um, it's one of my friends from Scouts, it's, it's his favorite game of all time, but this, this podcast is not about him, but I just wanted to point that out. Anyway. It's fair, it's more, yeah. it's, um, uh, it's a western, it's more of a westernized monster hunter. It is. From it. Yeah. Also, um, the ETH, the reveal trailer for Horizon is um, um, Sony Sony made it so that only people can people can only watch on YouTube if they're 18 or older which it makes no sense it's a T-rated game what 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 were they thinking Sony because Aloy's hips sway if you move her slow enough but, yeah yeah but video. that's not that's not even in the trailer though <laughs> I mean, what, that's supposed to sexualize it? It's some matriarchy, that's her tribe. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, Aloy is kind of hot, though. Redheads. You do have a thing for redheads, Jack. Yeah. What? Um, oh, um, 
I was just saying that that yes, you you do have a thing for redheads. So and she's a badass. Yes, yeah, she is. I, I love badass. Uh, so what? So what's your number six? My number six is The Last of Us. Number one. Number one. Let me put that clearly. Uh, number two. One. Is The Last of Us great story? Even though seen thousands of times of a zombie apocalypse, it's like God of War. Great characters, great action, great stealth, really tense gameplay. I think the gameplay and the characters are the main selling point of the game. The music is also pretty good, and also. The Last of Us Remastered, that's how I played it on the PS4, is that in the beginning levels where you play as Joel's daughter, is you can actually see her reflection in a mirror. That's like one of the first times I was more of a tech junkie. And I was like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. I can see myself in a mirror. It's great. I mean, there were... There, there were... There were water reflections in pre in games before that, though. I know, but this was like one of the first times I saw something like that in depth. Mm-hmm. In depth. Yeah. That's one of the first times I saw. And also, just, just Joel's journey and Ellie's journey, I love. I love the characters. I love the story. What do I not like about the game? Sometimes there is some abrupt difficulty spikes, especially during the end. Well, I don't know what is it with video games that during the end of a game, it's just like, okay, we have a pretty balanced game. Now let's just crank it, this shit up to fucking 20, 20,000 quadrillion billion. Fuck you and yes, I don't care about your controller. Uh... So, um, so, uh, so, so, um, so I can, I, I, I can, I did come up with a con for that, for Last of Us. Um, the, the controls are, are also kind of weird. Same with Uncharted, but that's just me. Then again, I like, then again, I, li- I like the old, the older Metal Gear Solids, which those controls are, are even weirder, but I, I digress. Yeah, this, I also like, I'm a bio major, so I like the infection. I like the zombie. You've made, you've made a zombie. You know, when you see a zombie game, it's like, oh, great, another zombie game. What the fuck is this, 2010? <laughs> great, a zombie media. What the fuck is this, 2010? Right. It's like, what the fuck is this? But you see The Last of Us, you really... I mean, to be fair, to be to be fair, Last of Us came out in 2013. That is true, but you know there was already so many years where the zombie media was going off mm-hmm. of games, movies, TV shows. Walking Dead, I think, started right around that time. Yeah, 2010. Yep. Uh, as, a, as a bio major, 
sure it also does make sense of the progressive stages of the infected. But that's my final point on Last of Us. Okay, uh, my, my number five is Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty. Um, so the, the order of which I played the Metal Gear games was, uh, five, I played five first, then I did one, I barely made it, I barely made any progress on it because there was no first person aiming and I kind of need that, <laughs> but then I played two, beat it, and I don't hate Raiden, especially because, you know, we know what it, what it turns out like in four and rising. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, MGS2. So, I love it when games get all, or not just games, like just stuff in general gets all philosophical and stuff. Kojima loves philosophy for some reason. Uh, or something like that. But, okay. It has ground-based realism, mm -hmm. but it's enough to be funny. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, like you're you're a soldier hiding in a cardboard box. It's it's supposed to be campy, and I love that. But what I was saying about philosophy is the ending. Um. Yeah. I mean, um, just imagine. So Zach, you, you know what the ending is, right? I do. And this game came out right when the internet was becoming popular and more sustainable. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Something. Something I love about the ending is that they. Okay. So I. I know we said we wouldn't get too much into politics here, but you know what? Do you know what an echo chamber is, Zach? An echo chamber. Well, in the, in the, by the name, just a chamber that you know bounces sound. Yeah. Yeah. So in the, in the in the political sense, an echo chamber is where. Um, is where people only allow um, only allow ideas that they agree with to be heard by them, or something along the, something along those lines. And with internet, this, with internet, this is drastically increased. This ha this happening, and you know the whole like fake news and type stuff type of stuff. Um, yeah, well, Kojima pr pr basically predicted all that in two thousand one, and. Uh, Do you know of Mel Gear Rising? Mm -hmm. Where um, one of the bosses is talking about memes. Yeah. Kojima predicted memes. No, 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 Zach, 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 Zach. Zach, do you even know where the word meme comes from? No. The word meme comes from the Richard Dawkins book, The Selfish Gene, in which memes are referred to as pieces of culture. Um, they're passed on like genes, um, but they're not genetic. And they talk about memes in MGS2 and, and, and about how they should be controlled by the AIs. So the, so when they say memes in Metal Gear, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about pieces of culture. Which, yes, internet memes are pieces of culture. That's besides the point. Um, let's see. What else is there about that? Ah, do I have to say what MGS2? Um, let's see. Um, no, no, I think that's all I got for MGS2. All I have to say is that, uh, no, wait, never mind. I'll, I'll say that for my number one. Um, so what's your number five, Zach? Before I get to my number five, 
If I'm correct, I brought you into the Metal Gear franchise, if I'm correct, and a lot of these games that are on your top ten list, I think I drew you into it and said, this is a good game. Yep. You should try it. Th- yes, and I thank, you I, for, so. I thank you for that. Because Phantom Pain, I knew. I told you about that, and I warned you. I was like, okay, first five hours, we're going to be tough. They're going to be really tough. Yep. Very stealthy, but it pays off, and it's really fun. And And it did. I introduced you to that. I introduced you to pretty much the PS4. You did, basically. You and the rest of the guys were the main reason I got the PS4. That and God of War. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I got God of War before you, and I was like a decent way through a gene before you got your PS4, and I was just crazy. Yeah. It was a game. I mean, although, although... Um, although, if I recall, I was the one who got you into Detroit and Horizon, I think. Detroit? Yes, Horizon, that does make sense. I think you did. Yeah. And because I got that on sale for the completed edition for like $13, oh, and I have down 100 hours in that game. Mm-hmm. That is including the DLC. Right. I... And when the game said you must be level 30 to go into the DLC, I was level 50. <laughs> I'm I'm level I'm level forty something I think. I'm max level now. Right. What is what is the max level after the DLC? I think sixty. Oh okay. <laughs> okay. So my number five is Doom Eternal. I know some people are like, but why not Doom 2016 or the original one? Well, dude, you could play Doom One and Doom Two. In Doom Eternal, you can play a game within a game. Like, you don't get much cheesier than that. It's got great collectibles, fantastic gameplay. Just, oh, I love it. I'll get it when it gets cheaper. What? Um, I will get Doom Eternal once it becomes like forty, or like forty dollars or something. I just, I can't. I I can't pay for a game that's sixty dollars. I just can't. Go. Fair enough. You have better sense of judgment. You have better sense of control than I do. Granted, I loved Doom 2016, and then Eternal was coming around. It was talking all this good shit. I was just like, yeah, I take my money. Like, take take the money. Take my wallet. Do you need a kidney? I'll give you my kidney. <laughs> no, no, that'll that'll be for the third Doom. Not Doom 3, but, you know, Doom whatever the next one is. Then you'll sell your yeah. kidneys. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that there. It's like, dude, do you want my heart? I will get a heart change. I'll sell my heart. I don't care. <laughs> you won't live. I'll find a way. <laughs> Doom Eternal. Also, unpopular opinion, I think Doom Eternal has the better soundtrack. Doom 2016 definitely has some better music. BFG Division, yeah. Rip and Tear, oh, my favorite. Mastermind's a good song, but I think Eternal has a better soundtrack. Even um, if McGordon didn't make everything, I ap- still think the soundtracks are good. Apparent, um, so, so apparently, um, I'm, not, I, I'm not sure if this is correct, but if I recall, the Doom Eternal soundtrack is not on Spotify, which, why? Just why? We must change this heresy. I also think 
you know, um, Hugo Martin, if I'm correct, his name is, the mm-hmm. game director for the game, said every enemy is a piece of a chess. Yeah. All pieces of a puzzle. Yeah. He is very true. That is true. The game, the game is polished to all talk. I, I love it. The gameplay is amazing. There's really no abrupt difficulty spikes in that game, in my opinion. I played it on normal. Also has an insane amount of collectibles. Like, oh, I love it. Has cheat codes. Oh, it does? Yeah, it has cheat codes in it. Infinite lives, infinite ammo, nice. quad damage, one punch man mode. <laughs> what? It does everything. It one punch everything, pretty much, except the super heavies, which take two punches. Huh. Infinite ammo. Has infinite ammo. Has runes, has suit perks, has so much collectability. Power batteries, it's got skins. They're still supporting the game with um online where you can get skins for demon playable characters in battle mode. Mm-hmm. And Doom Guide, they've got they got more skins for that. I have yet to check on what they have now for this month. Uh, on did for me to get. Did did you ever uh, play the multiplayer for Eternal? I did play the multiplayer. It's not half bad. I oh. do like it. Okay. I do like it. I think it would be stupidly fun with friends. Oh, because then you can practice as Doom Guy with friends and just right here how you play Doom Guy. We'll get we'll let you play with him a bit, get adjusted because Doom Guy plays a lot different in battle mode than he does in campaign. Huh. Yeah. And you also got little plush toys in Doom Eternal to collect. I love them. Yeah. You got weapons to master. Like, there is so much extra shit in that game that I love. I love the gameplay. I love the story. Even though the story is kind of bare bones, it ties in. So very well, I love it. Uh, so, and so, and some, this is only number five on my list. Something I noticed, I, I noticed a connection between Doom between Doom and John Wick. John Wick, I finished John Wick three. I watched it. Okay, on my good. Weekend. Good. Um, so he is the fourth of nature. He is Godzilla. If Godzilla was in a human form, it'd be John Wick. I know. So, um, so, so John Wick's let me finish talking. So John Wick's dog was named Daisy. Doom, Doom guys, the Doom Slayer's um, rabbit was also named Daisy. The Doom Slayer is John Wick in the future. <laughs> John Wick is a Chad. Doom, Doom Slayer is just John Wick. On steroids, times affinity. Like, what the fuck? It, here's also one thing. John Wick, I'll just finish this off quickly. The dude is literally, if Godzilla was in human form, which Godzilla is a force of nature, mm-hmm. it'd be John Wick. Yep. Get shot like eight times, point blank, falls for like five stories. Yep. Seven stories. Broken a fall a couple times against metal. Still survives. I'm like, I saw that as like he's not a man. He's force of nature. What the fuck is this? What one last thing about last thing about John Wick? 
and I I apologize for going off topic, viewers, but um, so so you know the scene in John Wick three where uh, where there's a knife fight in the in, oh that's during the beginning if I'm yeah, correct yeah it is so when it when they were filming that um the entire uh, environment was CGI like like the like the 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 thing that the knives were held in that was just all green screen. Yeah. Like the knife throwing and all that was oh, green um, well, the knife cases were covered in green screen, but the knives themselves were real, I think. Or as, as well, real ish. Real ish, yes. You don't want to be killing Keanu Reeves. Like, you know, it's like the Witcher, which I watched a few of Netflix Witcher videos here, right before we do our number four. I'll have to take a quick potty break, or I'll have to finish this off quickly. Okay. That Henry Cavill, what thing is that? They had different swords when they were in fights that they would have like a specific sword shaped in a way that it would be like, hey, this is blood. I stab it. I decapitate this guy with this sword. And then they edit. It's like half a blade. And then they edit in the other half the blade in the decapitation. Cool. I get what you think. Yeah. Uh, Right before, if you want to continue to talk about anything before number four, I can take a quick break. I'm going to just pause the recording. Okay, so number four is Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. And I'm sure you can relate to this being super nostalgic, Zach. Of course, it's, it's Lego. It has nothing to do with Star Wars. Of course not. Yeah. Um... I mean, I, I, I mean, this was the first game that I put a significant amount of hours into. I put like a hundred hours into it, um, I think. Um, back um, between the between two thousand nine and two thousand twelve or thirteen. I think the only game to really beat that in hours that back then was Mario Kart Wii, which I played so much that I've gotten sick of it. Anyway. <laughs> um so um because like the, the levels um uh, actually no actually no l let me start over um the um i am hyped somewhat hyped for the skywalker saga except for the sequel trilogy levels but but anyway the way that they could make that they would make could make it a perfect lego game is um just take out the voice acting because the voice acting I just don't like it in Lego games, you know? The only way to experience the sequel trilogy is through Lego Star Wars. Only way. Only, only with what? The only way... You know, change my mind. only way to experience the sequel trilogy of Star Wars is to Lego buy it. Change my mind. Right. And um, and a way to, to make it even more tolerable is take out the voice acting and replace it with just mm 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 mm
um, so, some people, some people, um, some people are like, oh yeah, Modern Warfare Three. That was that was the best game ever in my when I was a kid. And I'm like, but didn't didn't that come out when you were like nine? First off, second off, what about Lego Star Wars? Is that isn't that better? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get. I know. I know. I mean, it's not illegal, but it's frowned upon. It's legal at GameStop. Um, but um, although I although I I have been playing Modern War the Modern Warfare Three campaign like these past few days, it's pretty good. But it's not great. It's still a Call of Duty campaign. Don't don't at me. But like, yeah. Uh, what's your number four, Zach? My number four is Halo. Evolved. That's another game where the enemies are like chess pieces, kinda. Yeah, the difficulty for that game is perfect. They could never, Bungie and Microsoft could never replicate how perfect they had difficulty in that game. Cough, cough. Definitely not Halo 2. Halo 3? No. And some people are like, yeah, they get Flood. The end Flood missions. Yeah. The, the flood missions do suck. Or and, they, the and when they're going to kill the last um, covenant prime minister religious head thing, that bridge is horrible. In Halo, in Halo 2 or 3? In Halo 3. I, um, I, actually, I actually like that level. I like that level to an extent, but... Oh, I think I played it on hard mode with a friend of mine. That's fair. And we were being killed by grunts of spamming fuel rods. Like, it's like they took turns. Like, okay, I'll fire five shots, and you'll <laughs> fire three shots. <laughs> right. Halo 2? I cannot... Halo 2, fun game. Great story. On top of the opinion... Not my least favorite Halo. I mean, I've only up to played two Halo Four. That's my least favorite. Right. Halo Two is probably my second least favorite. Unpopular opinion. Hard as all fucked. It is. I love dual wielding, which they took away. Yeah. They took away dual wielding. Bungie era. They still did it, mm -hmm. which I do not like. Um, they hope they put back infinite, but also I cannot recommend Halo Two. You know, with me, I cannot talk about it because I played the majority of that game on hard mode at grandma speed. And now, what I have to say about that is my Xbox Duke controller, the movement one of the sticks. Oh God. Was broken, so if I had movement, I would walk at grandma speed. I'm like, Grandma's gonna kick your ass, bitch! <laughs> no, no, Needleford's gonna fucking kick your ass. Right. Um, let's and then, uh, and some people are like, but you could switch the controls. I'm uh, like, I did. And I'd move around, and my head would move around, like I just like, shattered my spinal cord. <laughs> I'm like, ah, and I'm dead. Um, I played the majority of that game. I played like seventy-five percent of that game at that that way, and then I got a new controller. 
so hard. It was the end game. It was the end part of the game. I was like, no, 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 don't care anymore. Right. Um, Halo so don't attack me when I'm not good at games. I am good. Halo 2 is the one Halo game that I have not finished. Um, actually, no. Let me, let, me, let me rephrase that. I'm stuck on the last level of Halo 4, but that's because instead of having smarter AI, they just spam the amount of enemies. And so you're getting attacked by like 20, 30 enemies at once. That's why. Halo 2, you actually have reason for dying. It's not just bullshit difficulty. And yeah, the Gravemine, the Gravemine level, I mean, if you play it on Legendary, which I obviously don't, but if you do, um, you're going to die before the level title disappears. I actually have a story. I actually have a story about that. Um, so, so a friend of mine, um, he he was he was a PlayStation guy, but and I spent like a, a, I spent a long time trying to trying to convince him to play Halo, and he's like, um, so so he's like, okay, well I'm really good at games, so what's um, so what's the hardest one? I'm like hey, Halo Two. He's like, okay, well, I'm gonna put it on Legendary. Okay, what's the hardest level? Grave Mines. Okay, I'll do that. He plays it. He's like. I don't like this. This game is bullshit. And he's never played Halo ever since. Okay, now I want to kind of change it. Why I love Halo Time Interval is a great way to start off Halo. It is. It's a great way for just more. It's just a great way. Mm -hmm. I started off with Halo Time Interval. The weapons, most of the weapons have a purpose to it. I've never been a fan of the the BR is in the BR is the BR in Halo. Never been to me. Oh, okay. The pistol though, useless after combat evolved. Right. So be like, well, it's pretty much an anti-tank weapon. I don't care. It was fun. It was. Also, it it was perfectly balanced. I played on normal, perfectly balanced up the entire game. And I remember the first time I saw the play. I was just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, get away from me, get away from me, you can't, fucking kill me, fucking kill me. Here, and he manages to go, Johnny, I sacrifice you. It's always a Johnny. It's, it's always, it's always a boss to sacrifice. I was like, run away, run away, run away. <laughs> That was a pretty good more that, that, that was a pretty good Mortal Kombat voice, by the way. Thank you. Wasn't even trying. <laughs> Except one criticism that I have heard in looking back on playing the game, I do get, is a lot of the level levels felt the same. It felt very similar. Yeah. Because they looked very similar. They are very similar. Um although Zach that's also one reason why I like Doom Eternal better in June two thousand sixteen. Mm -hmm. Going back to my number five, for the valid that validating it the way I like Doom Eternal better than 2016, mm -hmm. is 2016, a lot of the levels felt very samey, and so did the game. Now, Doom Eternal is the better game, but Doom 2016 is the better stressful reaper. Doom Eternal is a lot more diversified in its levels. Okay, continue on what you're saying. Um, so, um... So 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 far for Halo Combat Evolved, you just talked about the campaign, but what about the 
multiplayer because because it, it's my favorite multiplayer in the whole Halo series. That is my. Uh, I forgot about that because that is like the multiplayer I had the most fun with. Yeah. The entire history, lane wise. Yeah, we we did that lane party. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is that all you've got for CE? That's all I got for CE. Well, speaking of Halo, my number three is Halo Reach, which um. That's so, fair. That was that was gonna be my game. Yeah, I was debating on Halo CE or Reach because Reach is also a pretty well balanced game. Right. Um. So so um so I so as far as games go, I'm a campaign kind of guy. And Reach has the best campaign in, in the Halo series, my in my opinion. Um, also, um, the firefight is not as good as ODST in some ways, but it's also better than ODSTs in other ways. Cause like, okay, so so there is this achievement where you, if you get a million points in firefight, you get seventy five gamer score. I got it, Zach. Do you want to know how? How? Oh. Uh, so so I made it so. Infinite ammo, infinite jet. No, no, sorry. Bottomless clip, infinite ammo. Um, massive jump speed, infinite um, armor abilities with jetpack. Uh, fuel rod cannon and gravity hammer. Just um, and there's no, 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 and the game never ends. I made it so that happens, and it's only hunters. Uh, so yeah, I got a million, a million points in a half hour. Try it sometime. Uh, um, if you want, I can text you the way to do it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Reach does have a pretty good story. I like the best story. I agree with you there. Yeah. Three and two is also pretty good stories, but I agree with you there. Yeah. Um, even even though uh, Reach does conflict with some of the dates used in the Fall of Reach book, but you know what? I'm not too much of a lore snob. As much as I love the Halo lore, but, um, yeah. I, I would tend to just, like, change the date of Fall of Reaching slightly, but yeah. everything besides that is, it fits perfectly, in my opinion. I've read Fall of Reach, it's my favorite Halo book. I've read Joseph Onyx. Onyx. Uh, so I've read, hang on a second, I'm gonna, um, I'm going to take a look at my bookshelf, bring the laptop over, um, yeah, I've got a whole bookshelf of Halo books, um, so yeah, Fall of Reach, First Strike, Ghost of Onyx, Glasslands, The Thursday War, Mortal Dictata, New Blood, uh, what's it called, what is this one called, Silence and Silent Storm, I've read all those. And my favorite is actually Ghost of Onyx because I like uh, espionage type of stuff, and Ghost of Onyx has that in spades with all with all, with all the sketchy stuff that Oni, that the Office of Naval Intelligence does, making the Spart yeah. making the Spartan threes. I like Fall of Reach because you know it has a bit of you know espionage and Oni. Okay. Type of 
Fall of Reach is yeah, Fall of Reach is my second favorite Halo book, but part part of the reason why it's not number one is because it's a little too similar to my favorite book of all time, Ender's Game. That is a very good book. I agree with you there. Yeah, because it is it is really similar to Ender's Game. I mean, they're it, they're, it, they're, it, they're taking it at the same age for crying out loud. And the book and and um. They get augmented in Fall of Reach the same age that Ender is at the end at the end of the book, fourteen. Co- coincidence? I think not. Uh, so yeah, Halo Reach. Um, that was it was actually my first Halo game, and, and the reason why I got an Xbox three hundred and sixty, the reason I got like you know like a non Nintendo console to be on to be honest, because. Really? Was that at, was that when it yeah. came out? No, that was like um, like one of the first. I think it was like a freshman or a sophomore in high school. Okay. When I started playing Halo, I played Halo Four on PC. I was like, this is all Halo has to offer. I played the other Halo games. I'm like, holy shit, this is much better. It's like a decade and a half older. Yeah. Or it's like a decade older. Yeah. Also, the Halo 4 multiplayer is terrible. I've heard that. Yeah. Um, so, what's your number three? Monster Hunter World. The This is one of the only games on your, on your list that I've never played. Pretty much. And it is just, you know, it's a lot like Doom Eternal and Halo. And gameplay is just polished to a T. I also love RPGs. That's why I'm also mainly an action adventure kind of guy, single player. Which some people would just be typing seriously. Look at the RPG. A lot of action adventure games right now have RPG elements in them. So when I get an RPG, and if I like the RPG, and it's a fun RPG, I throw into it skin and become one with it. That's how much time I put into it. I just like to focus. I become the RPG. I get to play Witcher 2 and 3. Just imagine if that happens. I will become Geralt. You'll become one with Henry Cavill. I will become... I will, I will go to Henry Cavill and just like, hello there. And he'll be like, General Kenobi. I'm sorry, Henry, but I'm also, I gotta go back to rereading Witcher Book 2. I also do want to read all the books. Yeah. The first one's really good. I'm, I'm, st- I still, I, I, I still haven't finished the first book because it just, I don't know, it just seemed kind of weird. Okay, it wasn't weird. It just, I wasn't really in the mood to read a fantasy book at, at the time. So, yeah. Go on. Uh, yeah. Okay. Computer's back. Okay, so, you know, I love it because the gameplay is perfect, even though I made one weapon pretty much all the time in Deck Life. And I have, in Monster Hunter World, I also have the Expansion Kaiser. I have put about 10 
think almost 250 hours on it. Damn. I think I've had it for like three years. Hmm. I think it's coming up now to be about three years. Hmm. I got it like 250 hours in a game, and for most of that game, I played Insect Wave. Music, great. Combat, great. Monsters, great. Story, non existent. <laughs> well, pretty much non existent. Yeah. That game, what I've gotten the vibe from Japanese games is they mainly focus on gameplay. Except for JRPGs. Except for JRPGs. God of War 2018. I love Norse mythology. So, um, so the the only points I'm gonna make um, are the ones that you have not brought up um, w when you talked about God of War. Norse, mytholo Norse mythology is awesome. I mean, rationality aside. As far as entertainment goes, it's my favorite type of is my favorite mythology or and or religion. As far as entertainment uh, entertainment value goes, because it's <laughs> more of Egyptian or Greek. That's more mine. Yeah, well. You know, I do love painting, and I am mainly Scandinavian, so. Right. I I mean, Egyptian is is second best, but um, I mean, for Greek mythology. Everyone knows how Greek mythology, but the Norse stuff is kind of a little bit more niche. Not everyone knows about it, besides Thor, Loki, and Odin. They can't name much else. Um, also, yeah, also, I mean, I couldn't name much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Percy Jackson kind of made it 
made Greek and, and Roman uh, mythology kind of oversaturated for me, you know. Plus, everyone had plus everyone had read Percy, Percy Jackson um, in my day, so yeah. Um, uh, about that, hmm. I haven't. Really? Yeah, I think I've seen the movie once. Oh, the the movie's awful. But but if you like it, but if you like Egyptian mythology more, I'd say read the Cain Chronicles, which are objectively better than Percy Jackson, in, in my opinion. No, no, there's only one true way to experience Egyptian mythology. Hmm. You yell. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> Um, I I've read the 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 very I've read the first few chapters of the very first Yu-Gi-Oh manga. It's kind of formulaic, but but I like it. It's it basically goes like there's a bully, you you, you confronts him and basically kills or tortures him using using cards or games or whatever. It's formulaic, but I, but I love it. something about like like destroying shattering someone's mind Side God of War 2018, great. Um, and as far as replayability goes, um, I still have to finish New Game Plus. And okay, I hate to say it, but I'm actually okay. So this is my second time doing New Game Plus. I quit halfway through the first one because I wanted to finish a side quest. And um, the second time, okay, so the first New Game Plus, I beat the dragon first time. It's taken me like at least ten or more tries to beat the dragon in my second new game plus. And in my first playthrough, my my first playthrough, I didn't even know that the um where they what are they called the 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 rune things. I didn't know that those existed at the at the time. Um, my first playthrough. So I beat the dragon. So I beat the dragon without those somehow. With only the Leviathan Axe, no Blades of Chaos. And for some reason when I do have the Blades of Chaos and um the enchantments or whatever, I have trouble against it. <laughs> Why though? <laughs> it wasn't meant to be followed Blades of Chaos. Was or was not? It wasn't. Because you get you fight them before you get the Blades of Chaos. 
Right. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Although I do, I do like the Blades of Chaos enchantments though better than the Leviathan Axe. So that's all I use the Blades of Chaos for during that battle. But what's your number yeah. two? My number two is Batman Arkham City. Nice. I've only I've only played a demo of it. Oh, dude, that game used to be my number one for a long time. Love nostalgic here. I think this was, was like one of my first games that I ever truly played. Just the combat maps, never anything else. But it's stealthy, mm-hmm. which I love stealth. Mm-hmm. It kind of pioneered stealth gameplay in combat. Uh, actually, you know, I played so many Batman Arkham. I played so many Batman Arkham style games that I can just mop in the floor within a couple hours of the combat. Wow. I just Nice. Because I played Arkham Origins, Asylum, City, Night, Mordor, and War. You're talking so. the Middle the Middle Earth games for the, for those last two though, right? Yep. Yep. And Spider Man, which Spider Man is very similar to. What what about it's Phantom? We're not having a counter button to it though. That's what got me for a while. Yeah. But going on to Batman Arkham City, great soundtrack. Great villains, great story, great characters, great combat, both combat and stealth-wise. Great gadgets, great, um, got the words playing it, RNG, that's what I'm going to use. Like, you know, progression. Yeah. Do it. Side quests, eh. Side quests are kind of eh. The end game is also very eh. Unless you just like doing the combat maps and stealth maps on in the stream versions. I think I pretty much three starred all the stream versions when I played on the PS3. So yeah, I love the story and I love the characters. I mean it's Batman. How can you how can you not love it? it it's like I, I can't I can't even put it into words. It's very nostalgic for me. I admit. But I think what Extreme amount of replayability, in my opinion. Oh. Yeah, because, you know, you. I'm not talking story, I'm talking, you know, combat maps and predator maps. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, do, do you have the platinum for, Ar- for Arkham City? No, I do not. Okay. That requires a campaign. But I would, though. And, you know, those But also, Arkham City was at the point where WB was not charging so much for DLC. I think like the only DLC were characters, and it was like, I think Robin and Nightwing, that was it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, besides that, I mean, hell, I, I think, let me see that. I'll search it over Arkham City DLC. Now, some people might think they like Night Story better. I do like Night, Arkham Night Story, but City is just better. Everything, every part. Oh, yeah, um, Harley Quinn's Revenge. 
Hmm. Arkham City skin pack. A bunch of Batman skinning. Beyond, Sinestro, uh, an old Batman, Carol's Mask, Robin Bumble, and that King Bumble. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. And Carol's Mask. Hmm. I had no, I had no, I had no idea there there were uh, maps like that type of that type of maps in Arkham City. Is it like a is it like a horde mode? No, it's more of um, pretty much all the maps in the Arkham games are just the combat encounters you take place in. Oh. The story. Okay. But they, they just tweet them a bit, like you know, difficulty extreme versions of difficulty mm-hmm. and also and also with um, the combat encounters will change up like enemies it usually combat encounters are out of three rounds they just gotta survive out to hmm. extreme versions just makes it tougher and puts tougher enemies in there but in the city if you just if you complete all of the story you get all of the maps. Nice. In green, you have to go through specific milestones to do that, which I hate. Hmm. I mean, have you finished the Have you finished the story? I finished the story for all Arkham games. Oh, nice. Mhm. Mhm. Not counting DLC. Right. So there's Frozen Park and some Batman. There's also the secret ending, which you have to go through so many fucking regular shit that I did not do. I just watched it. Right. But yeah, that's my number two now. Honorable, what is next? Honorable, honorable mentions. Damn straight. Yep. Uh, should should we should we should each of us do our three honorable honorable mentions? Um, like. Like um, you I do three, you do three, or should we or should we switch off? Do your three. Explain why you chose them as their honorable mentions, and I'll do mine. Okay. Um. So th- all three of my my honorable mentions are mostly based in nostalgia, but uh. So, Pokemon Heart Gold's Soul Silver. Um. So as I mentioned before, I'm all about that Pokemon post game, and not only does so. So, the original Gold and Silver let you play through basic the let, let after you beat the Johto region, they let you go to the Kanto region where Red and Blue was set the first game. Um, so it's te- te- it's technically two games in one, but Heart Gold Soul Silver added even more to that, like the Poke Athlon, which is a bunch of mini games. Um, the they made a customizable safari zone. That's about it. But um, but like at the adding a whole new uh second region, is just, I know that I know it's a remake, but I don't care. It, yeah, uh, Smash Super Smash Brothers Brawl, well probably one of the most. Nostal- what? That was also one of the first games I ever played. Uh, Brawl. Yep. Yeah. Um, the soundtrack is awesome. It's where it's where I first heard about Metal Gear, uh, and then promptly forgot promptly forgot about it for like ten years. 
Um, yeah. um, uh, let's see. Um, I was a beast as Lucario. Yeah, my main was Meta Knight, and then I switched to Kirby when I played it, like, years later. Or Marth, depending on, on my mood, you know. Uh, and then Mario Kart Double Dash, which is my favorite Mario Kart. I don't know. Okay, so it's got the best maps. Uh, no, it's got the most underrated maps. It's got DK Mountain, for crying out loud. Um, oh, sorry, not DK Mountain. Uh, no, wait. Yeah, yeah, DK Mountain. I'm getting that confused with DK Summit. That's, that's in Wii. DK Mountain. It's got that map. Uh, Warrior Coliseum, Rainbow Road, Belcher's Castle, all that stuff. Amazing maps, amazing battle mode. And you can do two players to a cart and hold two items at once long before Mario Kart 8 Deluxe came out. Uh, yeah. How about you, Zach? My honorable mentions are Spider-Man PS4. Might be some people be like, well, why? I thought the story for all the other games that put on there, and also counting gameplay, is better. Not not denouncing Spider-Man PS4 at all, because I love it, and it's almost made me cry twice when I was playing it. Hmm. Within 10 minutes span. Anyone who knows, anyone who's played it will know what I'm talking about. Yep, yep. Which, you know, God of War has done too, but mm-hmm. I, I do love the combat, but it, it's just there's other games I do like better than it, but still 10 out of 10 in my opinion. Honorable, my second honorable mention, you know, is Horizon Zero Dawn. Great combat. And also why Spider-Man PS4, as I explained earlier, that it does get a little stale and all if you play it long enough. Spider-Man is kind of different, but it's facial animations and a lot of its animations in cutscenes and story parts is horrible. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the, the character's faces look shiny or something, you know? It, it, it's just the way the mouth and the face is horrible. It is horrible. And the way the body is it's like, I am a robot. I am more of a robot in... Robo Chicken. <laughs> and the Robo T Rex. Robits. But gameplay is amazing. The RPG aspects of it is amazing. The DLC is amazing. Um, the story is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say it's more of like lore of it, which I put as I chalk up in this game and pretty much its story is lore. It's Like, after, half a year after I beat half of Act 4, 
shit. That's good. Early this year, like in February and March, I decided to partner shit. And X4 is actually pretty fun when it's not meant to incentivize money. And with X4, you see the secret ending. That has three acts, perfect. Combat, great. RPG elements, great. Contracts, great. Story, kind of fine. mentions and I validated every one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my, my number one is Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Um, so I have two like okay so the first big reason okay so if you want if you want a better gameplay um, and all that get MGS 5. If you want a better story get MGS 3 first um and i i prefer story but i still got um five first because you know getting used to stealth and stuff but um let's see it's it's a very um it's a so for those of you who know how convoluted and complex and confusing the metal gear uh series can be this is a fairly straightforward um uh installment in the in the Metal Gear series. You don't need to know anything else about the other games in order to play it. Um, there are college degrees less complicated than the Metal Gear storyline. And yet it can be it can be um and yet it can be explained in two words. Nanomachines, son. Followed by they hardened in response to physical trauma. Followed by what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> um the memes, Zach. The memes. <laughs> but um. Yeah, yeah. So, um, let's see. So yeah, you. It's very um beginner friendly, but the, I mean, okay. So the controls are not because Zach, have you played any of MGS two or three? Yeah, well, um, yeah, um, yeah, I'd recommend playing it on, um, on the, either, like, 360, PS3, PS2, rather than 3DS, but, um, um, so, so, the way you aim in first, look, you look in first person is R1, or right bumper, as I played it on 360, and, um, to... And then, so in order to aim and um, look in first person, you you do R one and square in in a pinching motion kind of. And if you're not playing it, and if you're playing it on three sixty, the way to lower your gun is get this: the way to lower your gun and raise it is the left thumbstick. What do you think of that? That is. I know. Yeah, I mean, in Peace Walker, in Peace Walker, they made it so that's normal, but at, but square is still how you fire. Um, and uh, circle is how you punch, which I thought Uncharted was weird, 
this is much weirder, but somehow somehow it's a better game. Probably because of the story, but um, yeah, um, so um, um, so, some so something I, I'm not sure if I if I've explained this to you, Zach, but something I do when gaming is I'll stick to mostly just one game for like depending on, on how long it is, like maybe a couple weeks to a month. I'll just do just one game for the most part, because like. I did that with Horizon, God of War, Spider-Man. For this January, I did uh, MGS2, and for this February and March, I did MGS3. Um, to be fair, I got I. Um, to be fair, I did get a little bit stuck on MGS3 on where to go, cause like you get to, you get spo minor spoilers that don't really have an impact on the plot, but you get to the top of a mountain, you see a helicopter, you're like, oh, I should shoot down a shoot down a helicopter. Nope, because if you shoot down, another one will come in. And I was like, what do I do? You go to the bottom of the mountain and go back the way you came. But there's a door in a building to the top of the mountain outside, like the summit. Why? Kojima, why? But all that aside, we need to face one true universal truth. Um, well, um, so for, for what that voice clip was, well, for the universal truth, Kojima is God because he is the God of game creators. So good. Except for Death Stranding. Death Stranding was kind of weird. Uh, so what's your number one, Zach? My number one, drumroll, Red Dead 2. Really? Yep. Huh. I love it. I love the open world. It's so free. In diverse gameplay, you can't buy guns until like a certain a lot of guns you can't buy until you get to a certain progression in the story. Mm -hmm. Story is is fantastic. It, it it's kind of simplistic, but it works well into its favor. But it ramps up. You feel that that characters change. You feel that this game changes. I won't try to spoil anything. You feel it changes, you know how they get to where they are, you feel pressure on it, you feel the way that the game feels throughout all of it. You feel the way that Arthur feels, that John feels, that Micah feels, that uh, Dodge feels, Hosea, Lenny, you feel all the way that they feel. And also the attention to detail in that game. It's just immaculate. Now the story I have now in Modern Warfare, the remastered one, is you can actually tell the sound differences on where you're shooting at. Like, you're in a building and you're outside. You can tell the difference. Huh. I realize. Also, when I played the beta of Modern Warfare Remastered, is I knew an enemy was coming right around somewhere or coming right to get me. He was coming right out into the view because there was sunlight out of a window and I saw a shadow. So I knew he was coming around right where he was going I, and I killed him because I knew exactly where he was going because I saw a shadow. What does, it, what does this have to do with Red Dead, though? Because in Red Dead, I was in the middle of a city, urban place, like back in the 1900s. You know, they have like they have pavement on pavement on the roads like brick or concrete. 
can of beans, you throw it on the ground, you can hear the metal can drop, hit, clank on that pavement. But when you eat out in the middle of nowhere, you hear nothing but spurting grass. Wow. Exactly. I play- That's why I say that the is immaculately detailed. The developers also you can try dicks in the snow. Like, what what more do you get than the perfection than that? <laughs> you can try dicks in the snow. Even though when I did it, it ended up horribly, horribly. <laughs> and I I posted, I posted a picture on my Snapchat stories like to all those developers who stayed up late in the night and stayed in late for work for work on nights and from the away from the families I thank you I felt like a poorly shaped dick in the snow <laughs> um so I I played Red Dead 2 and honestly I played it on Game Pass on my uh, Xbox and I, so as far as early on goes it's good but I don't I, but I don't really want to continue with it too much after the first hour or so it's an open world game, right? Well, then it should start off open open world. I get there's a story reason for it, but if it's an open world game, then make it an open world game. And it it after is after chapter one. Oh, okay. After chapter one, it's open world. Chapter one does not last long either. Okay, because like I know that the, the I know that the older GTAs like GTA San Andreas and Vice City and three they would lock out part of the city for you until you got a certain way through the story. And I, I think I, uh, and I understand where he's like, it's, it's still rock star. So I, I get it. But like, yeah. Is that, is that, yeah. Um, is that all you have yeah, on Red Dead? Too much. Spoiler. Oh, I still got a whole lot more. I love Red Dead. Mm-hmm. I still got a whole lot more. Arthur, anyone who's finished the story knows I love Arthur, and I love the soundtrack and the music to the game and the sound effects and the design, attention to detail, I got through that, but anyone who has beat the game will know what I mean, that every time I listen to that's the way it is, I, I tear up so quickly, and that if I actually watch that's the way it is in game, I will cry. Anyone who's beat in the story will know what I'm talking about. Hmm. I now there are some problems with it. Shooting horrible. It is ancient. It it is not good. the The only way to actively shoot, and I have good aim in shooters. In Battlefront, the new Battlefront Two, you can go to the first person and third person view. I can shoot. A assault rifle, a minigun with pretty good aim, even with the game against me in third person. I am not nearly as good as I am in Red Dead 2 because that's how ancient the game is. It's shooting is. All you have to do is auto snap on, which what I mean is you duck in and out of cover and you auto snap into an enemy to shoot at. Except the dead eye system. That is amazing. Also, the world's beautiful. Graphics are
with our list, graphics don't really matter much because we have a lot of older games on there. I mean, I mean, hell, I've got a DS game on mine. <laughs> Two DS games. Yeah, we have OG Battlefront 2, we have Halo on here. We have MGS2. Lego. Yeah, Lego. <laughs> yeah, Battlefront 2. We have Oxford City and Last of Us, which are pretty, which are pretty old games like Monster Hunter World. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got Mario Kart... We've got Mario Kart Double Dash on the list. <laughs> That's a GameCube game. What about uh, Death Stranding or Last of Us 2? As far as facial animation goes. So, why all the acorns? Why, why do I need to get acorns? You get a magical golden sword. Right? So, um, some important acorns. So, kind, so kind, kind of like the the dwarf favors in God of War. Even then, those are kind of fetch quest dwarf favors. They right. do hold a purpose to the story. I'm talking like more like Valkyrie. Oh yeah. Because those, I feel like, are much more story. <laughs> so I'm just 
Yeah, but yeah, but you. Now I need you to get. Now I need you to get my cattle. What do I get for the cattle? This magical item. <laughs> Better than what you have. Okay. Okay. Just instead of having like the bitch quest like that, you actually have quests that just be like you don't even get anything for them. You just get story, and you just get characters from it. That's this, that's how you do it. I get. I did get. Well, it's all. You also get XP. Right. Because I finished off of Lion of Side Quest, Strauss, that for at least half of the game, I was going straight up bad cowboy action here. Anyone, it, I would always greet everyone I see on the road, like, hello there. And it's just like, oh, buzz off. I'd be like, what the fuck you said to me, bitch? I'm killing you. But I'm going to shoot your head off. You would not have a good time <laughs> playing Skyrim. Every, As I said, I went to the first village, first time I went there, I was like, a oh, chicken, I must kill it with a hammer. I got chased out of town for like so many miles, like, I'm just going to restart the game. Yeah. There's no actual save points where I'm at yet. Mm-hmm. That's how early I was. But yeah, that that's what happened there. I was, like, I was like, hello there, how do you do, sir? And they're just like, well, why don't you buzz off? I was like, Dude, I'm going to blow your head off. That's so rude. I was like, rude people, am I right? I, they were prisoners. They were prisoners that we have now. You will come across, also in the open world, you come across with these random characters that need help, like prisoners wanting to be set free, uh, animals in distress, people who got caught in a bear trap, or wolves are chasing them. I came across one where this guy, buck naked, this, this is a random world event, not even a side quest. This guy, buck naked, is howling. And then he runs off, just like walks across this river. I'm like, what, what's happening? And there's just wolves running across the river, too. I was like, oh. <laughs> not nice. my problem. Yeah. Not my problem. He can die. I don't care. Right. Here, wolves are a pain in the ass in that game. There's also. With now with prisoners that you come across in the open world, is you get financial reward if you bring them into the sheriff. The sheriff will pay you by just bringing an open world prisoners back into. Do you mean bounties? Do you mean bounties, not prisoners? Oh, not even bounties, because there is bounties huh. in the game. Right. But no, if you just come across random, completely random prisoners. Out in the open world, out in the desert, out in the forest, out in the swamps. You can hog tie them, put them on your horse, bring them to the sheriff, and the sheriff will give you like $15. But you see, what I did is I would hog tie them, then loot them, get like a buck. So I was a buck, I was a buck richer. Yeah. I, I also had people. I also had people, oh god, what was it? I was a dick for a good half of the game. I was a big jackass. Where I had people just like, I'll give you everything I want. I was like, no man, I'm gonna take it from you. I was just like, I, I think I had people in distress. Yeah, I remember this. I had people in distress that, you know, were caught in bear traps or got bit from, they got bit from, you know, a snake. And then I save them, and then they just go off and they don't give me anything, so I just kill them. 
and then I loot their bodies. I mean, that's how I that's how I play Skyrim. Whenever I'm not in a town, I just go around killing people. No, what happened here is that they gave you know with how to get how to get rid of the venom of snake mm-hmm. is you either suck it out or you give them medicine. Right. For my services or if they're caught in the bear trap and you open up the bear trap, they give you nothing in return for the time that you have to press X to get there. <laughs> and they give you nothing in return. So then what do you do? You kill them oh. with a shotgun. Right. Or if you're especially a dick like me, you just shoot them in the leg, the leg is flown off, and you shoot them with incendiary rounds, and then they burn a lot. Because you know why? I don't fucking care. I mean, it is a a rock star game after all. The guys made... Or you just just be like, hey, or they give you nothing in return and you just throw a Molotov cocktail at them. Wait, wait, there's Molotovs in this game? There are Molotovs in this game. Wow. I also did come across a KKK route camp once. Wow. Killed them all. Oh, good. I think even for some of them, it was known as negative karma. I was like, oh, come on, man. And also, and I know we won't try to get political here, and I won't say this word coming up, because we will get docked so heavily. Mm-hmm. But Rockstar, first time I heard this, you know, it's 1900, and one of the main characters is black. Right. Is they actually put in the game n-word that actually happened in the story i mean is that the person I, was called the n-word and this I, was like a year ago and i heard that i was like yo rock you got the balls i mean like, i applaud you i mean they're in, they're in like half of the half of half of all the tarantino movies so like i mean and the hateful eight which came out in 2015 that has a lot of n word n bombs in it, like a lot. I think more than more than uh, more than Pulp Fiction. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but you know. Yeah. And it's always awesome. Happens for me. Besides the point, I heard that I was like, "Rockstar, you got some balls." You know, you made six billion dollars off of GTA, but you got some balls. I applaud you for it. It was done tactfully too, because it made sense. Right. It makes sense for that era. Mm-hmm. And it's actually done. Oh, well. And like I said, the attention to detail is, it will look different. Let's say you shoot a deer. Mm-hmm. And on its course, you haven't seen it, and you throw a Molotov on the deer. Mm-hmm. It will look different than if you throw a Molotov on a skinned deer, or a skinned wolf, or a Wow. Wait, it will wait. look different because you know, because you know, with the one, with the one, it's burnt fur. With the other one, it's burnt flesh. Huh. And the fire will spread around the grass, and you'll see just part of the grass be burnt. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the grass around it is fine. Also, Molotovs and incendiary shots don't work in the rain or in water. That makes sense. Yeah, but it's just the attention to detail that. Yeah, well. yeah. And also, if you shoot, like, lanterns and lamps inside of a house, the 
in the line of houses back then were made out of wood. Mm-hmm. The fire actually spread to a point. Wow. And then it shows burnt wood huh. in that area where the fire was spreading. And like it will stop to a certain extent, and then it will show burnt wood and, to that extent. And can't can, um and um in red uh, in red uh, do, doesn't your um. Doesn't your beard get like longer over time, and you can trim it and stuff? It does. Yeah. Oh, um. It does, and it has actual effects of climate tied to it. Wow. Um. Also, that 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 reminds me of something in MGS three. Um. So 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 um. So you can gather food from 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 uh animals that you kill, and if you leave if you leave the game um if you leave the game um. For, for too long, the food will get rotten. You can throw them at dead enemies, and, and enemies will get sick. I also know that's how an easy way you can beat the end. The sniper, the old sniper. Yeah, that's that, 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 for a while, and he's like, ah. That's actually how I beat him. And so I and so I, do, I don't have the achievement for it. I also don't think you get the camo from it, too. No, you don't. Well, yeah, that's pretty much why I, I, I love Red Dead, you know, uh, a 20-minute change, and I just wonder why I love Red Dead. Yeah. Uh, that mean it's not my fault. Right. The shooting is hard, except Dead Eye, but everything besides that is hard. Mm-hmm. It's also a little too realistic because you pick things up one at a time. Yeah. You also, if you mean, like, rush alongside a police officer, huh. you're, you're instantly wanted. Huh. In and even if you're in a fight and you did not start the fight right in front of a police officer, you did not start the fight and you merely shoot the guy defending yourself or you kill him defending yourself, which, you know, punching him will kill right. the NPCs. Zach, Zach, um, Zach tri- so, so remember how in high school, um, if you got in a fight, if a person got in a fight, they both get in trouble. It's like that. Yeah. It's like that. Yep, yeah, it's like that. Like that in terms. Right. Um. So so was if you were like me for the first half of the game, and you kill someone in the open world, you better leave quickly because um, there are people who do drive along drive ride alongside roads. Mm-hmm. Is that they'll find the body and try to report you. There's also another thing. It's one of my favorite missions in Red Dead 2 early on is a train heist. Oh, I've, I he- I've heard about that. that. Yeah. I tried to replicate that in the actual open world. What happened? And then it said I was wanted, you know, doing the train heist. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm like, I'm like a decent way. I'm like, and, and the train was not moving. I stopped it. I'm like, I'm like a decent ways away from a town. I wanted, I was like, you know, it, what, what stories have? I at least have 10 minutes until the cops get here. Cops instantly spawn in. They, they like spawn in within like 10 seconds. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm only 10 minutes away. It would take 20 minutes for the cops to get here. What the fuck? I'm scot free. That's that's cops and and Rockstar games for games for you. That's what my oldest brother told me. Yeah. I was like, that's stupid. 
because, you know, it was like, go so 10 minutes one way and then 10 minutes back, four times. Right. And that, at that point, I'd be long gone. I've already looted everyone and anyone who didn't want to give me loot. I just shoot them and loot their corpse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is that it? They on Red Dead? That's it for me, yeah. Okay, um, so yeah, next week we're talking about our top 10 favorite movies, right? No, no, no. What? Next Thursday is the Cyberpunk Night City stream. Oh. We will watch that. Nice. Even though it's the late in November, you know, I'm happy for it because now they said everything's complete and they're just working on bugs. Okay. That does not mean that they have, that does not mean they've never worked on Okay. Pretty much. Okay. Okay. So that's what we're that's what uh, we're doing next week. Yep, we are reacting to the Night City stream and watching it with you guys. Nice. Um, ha, ha, have they have they said how long the stream will be? I'd, I'd expect it to be about an hour or so, to be honest, because that's how we... I hope it's more. I want to see, I want to see so much. I want, I want it to be like uh, three hours. I want it to be three hours because I want to see the game. That's my most anticipated game of the year. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so, so can I stop recording now?